That's good. Hey guys, welcome back to another Worldviews podcast. Today we're doing a live stream. So if you aren't here already, we're on a live stream most days on Twitch. I'm debating on doing live streams on the main channel. Um, let me know what you guys think of that. So yeah, it's been a minute. I've been on the stream for a minute, it feels like for me. But yeah, let's get into it. Right now, I'm just putting together some studio spaces for Envision for my, you know, our team that I have, I rely on heavily, of course, um, just having like a partnership, having a group of, of, you know, a community that you can just like bounce ideas off of and just having that camaraderie, just having that community behind you. Having a team is important if you want to get somewhere. You know, it's better to go with people. It's better to go together than going alone. Uh, just, you know, anyways, I'm putting together some studio spaces that we can probably do some podcasts at. I'm probably going to share my screen with you just to showcase that a little bit. But while I do that, um, let, me know what's, let me know how you guys are doing so far, doing today, how your day is going. Let me know in the chat how you guys are feeling. It's been a minute, so, yeah. Yeah, this is one of the spaces that I was looking at earlier today. I thought it was pretty cool, but I mean, it's probably cool for like a, a larger setting, of course, for, you know, bigger, a bigger production or a bigger, you know, um, uh, more guests, like a larger table, of course, in a larger space. Um, but I really was intrigued with this other space. And I can't wait to go ahead and like actually. A lot of things are happening. Dreams are coming true before my eyes. Like I'm not even I'm dreaming in real life. Like It's not even a I'm not daydreaming. It's the, yeah, basically it's, it's a daydream, basically. But I'm going to try to listen to this while we look at some of the studio spaces that I've been looking at and thinking about. And look for more studio spaces alongside those. Um, give me a second. We're gonna just warm up with some, you know, let people come in, see that we're live, and relax, listen to some music. What's good? Hey, Wanda! I knew you'd be around. I'm like, what's good? I know. Today I slept in, and then I couldn't find my ID, so I ended up not going to class today. So sorry. RIP. RIP me for a second. But I'm gonna get a new ID tomorrow, and then I'll be in class on Wednesday. So. I've been really good. How have you been? Yo, look at these studio spaces with me, like, and let me know what you think is the best. There's no class on Wednesday? Great. I get to go home early. Let me still have work. I may, have, I may or may not have work. I've been chilling. I'm glad you've been chilling. Did you end up watching that documentary? Like, we should end up, you know what? What are you doing today? Actually, I'm going to be sewing today, but all I saw, I can watch the documentary. So let me know what you're doing tonight. I'm doing homework tomorrow morning. Oh, you good? Yeah, you're right. Um, I have work tomorrow morning, so I'll be editing in the morning for sure. 
Dang. Yeah, the, I thought it would be funny. I mean, or fun. I, I saw the commercial for the documentary. I forgot the name of the documentary. If you could refresh my memory. But we have a doc to watch for our English class or African-American studies class. Um, I forgot the name of it. But anyways, we're going to be looking at these studio spaces while we listen to this playlist that I've been trying to put together. Um, yeah. It looks good when she watched it. This is another studio space that we're looking at. I'm looking at. I think it's really cute to just like shoot here. It's open windows, beautiful lighting, podcast, peaceful vibes here on the rug, on the area. I'm gonna look at the picture really quick with y'all. Let me know what you guys think of the space. Um, this is just like ideas. Like I just have to come different this year coming up. Like it's moving different. Envisions coming different. I'm coming different. Worldviews coming different. I just emerald. It's like I've been looking for a couch that was emerald. And look, this is just perfect. This is a perfect place for me. This is the perfect place. I think this this has been sold. I'm sold on this for real. Let me know what you guys think of the spaces though. I need I need opinions. I need second opinions. It's for like a studio space, like for a podcast. Like say if we had guests, like we had six to seven guests, we could have people come in, invite them and set up for the podcast. Like something like that or a photo shoot, something. It'd be like that too. Okay, that was the only other one I looked at. Let me see if there's any other one. This was a cool place to like do ooh. this was a cool place 
Well, well I'm, I'm yelling over this music. Sorry about that. This was a cool place to like do a photo shoot. I went to this uh, photo shoot for Rome Loud. Um, but the photos will be out soon. It's for Black Friday, so it's going to be out soon. Um, but yeah, I went to there for a photo shoot um, this Sunday. And I magically found this space. I didn't realize that it would be on this. I didn't even know that it would be here. She told me to go find it, but like I didn't know it would be right here. And it's a really beautiful space. I think I'm going to use this one day for like a celebration. I'm going to need it for sure when we reach 100,000K. Because we're going to be on that. You know, on that. <laughs> um, wait, oh, I ain't know, but eh, maybe not just bland green, like a little gold design would be nice. Uh, a design for what? Like the couch on the couch? Like a gold design in the couch? What do you mean? I'm saying like I like that emerald couch that they had um, in that other studio that we saw. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying the emerald. The gold too would be cool. Um, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know. I just, I enjoy that. The emerald is new life. Like in the beginning, it's, it, it, it gives abundance. It gives bougie bad like i just i enjoy that so and it's velvet it's a velvet couch too so it's like even better and it's like like what is it called yeah it's just nice it looks vintage it looks nice so anyways um we're gonna get into some topics today the topics are include drake dissing megan the stallion yes we're discussing it one more time but blackie speaks is discussing it and he will be telling us his commentary on it. We also will be talking about Be Real and um, just that app, basically. Like, Sorry, I'll be going to start. Okay, so he said, when he said, oh, on the couch, I feel like the green and the gold goes much, would go good together. Yeah, it would. It would. That's a really aesthetically pleasing eye. Like, gold and green, yeah, for sure. That would... Yeah, the Be Real app seems lame for me, and I totally agree. I think it's boring. Like, it's like going on Snapchat. Isn't that, that, that not the same thing? Except now you can see the front-facing camera of yourself. Cool, nice, flat for the heavyweight champ. Not you. I'm sorry. It ain't that. Be real, ain't it? Like I'm looking at it. Like that's crazy. They sold everybody though. They making money. They making bank. TikTok. They making it. No, no. Be real, making more money than TikTok. Cause TikTok actually has to put work behind. You gotta make videos. Be real, you gotta just. They really just sold y'all off, off a FaceTime quote unquote picture screenshot. It was weird. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know what y'all think of the be real. We're gonna watch um this video really quick too. Wait, okay. I guess we're gonna start off with SZA because SZA. I tried to click on the Be Real video that I wanted to watch, but SZA popped up, so I guess we're starting with SZA first. There's a plethora of other things we're gonna talk about today, but SZA is top priority. <laughs> top priority. Her album is on its way. We need to discuss it. We need to speak on it. Can you link the video? I, I, yeah, link it in the, yeah, send it right now. And I'll like click on it for sure. Let me know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
This is the video that I seen that I wanted to post as well, I think. That I wanted y'all to see too. I might as well, yeah. I mean, if you just sent it, I might as well jump in it. Yep. Thank you. So here is the be real Instagram killer. <laughs> I guess supposedly the Instagram killer. This is the this is what Instagram is supposed to be, but what it isn't giving. I don't know. Like we're gonna watch it. Let's see. Whoa! And even with all the craziness that's happening with social media right now. This is Be Real, supposedly the only honest social media app in the world. And even with all the craziness that's happening with social media right now, it is still the most fascinating thing going on. Having just become the number one most downloaded app in the US, Australia, Germany, and the most many downloaded more. app so, is crazy. I decided to test it the to most find out what an earth an honest social media platform actually is and if Be Real is about to become the next big thing. The concept came about from the simple fact that most current social media platforms fake. If you go to a random person's Instagram page, there's a very good chance that all you're going to see is just a highlight reel, a hand curated selection of the very best, most positive memories that person wants to share, all edited to remove even a glimpse of imperfection. Platforms like this set unrealistic standards, they're bad for mental health, they're incredibly good at sucking away your time without you even realizing you already know all of this. But what choice do we have? If you want to keep in touch with people, now that so many of us spend so much of our lives physically distant, you need these platforms. That is, until Be Real, which has a really interesting solution. Do every we need these platforms the app, to stay connected once every day. When you get that notification, letters aren't a thing anymore. Telephones, we don't photo. call each other. And when you do that, your phone will capture both from the front to get your face, and then also from the rear to capture what you're doing. And this really simple idea solves a lot of current problems. For starters, this Be Real notification, it comes at a different time, each day. The company says it's not random, but at the same time, you don't know what that time's gonna be, which already means you can't plan your life around it. It kills this current feeling of doing things for the sole purpose of being able to post about them on social media, and instead forces you to do those things because you really want to do those things. But then also, even though everyone's getting the notification at a different time each day, they're getting it at the same time as each other. Which means that when you've sent your photo off, you can have a quick 30 second scroll through your feed, see exactly what each of your friends are up to in that moment and you're caught up. In my experience using this with my friends, okay, okay, this was okay, the thing okay, that shocked okay, me okay. the most. It's how that aspect is kind of cool though. Like actually like in that 30 seconds, but then again, like I said, you can go on Snapchat and do the same thing. So what's the difference? How fast it makes socializing. Uh, I use inverted commas here because I'm not saying this is the same as spending quality time in the same room as them, but because of how much information can be conveyed by a single picture, I do think it often tells you more than having an entire texting conversation. Okay, and this is not the same exactly like Snapchat because like you're not taking it in that, in that exact moment. And it's like more, yeah, I guess I'll see. 
So but closing a store, yeah, it's not the same. It has a fraction of the well, thing exactly. it. Because there's no chase for clout or fame on this app, you see the things that you wouldn't yeah. otherwise get to see. Yep. The mundane, regular things that no one's ever going to post on their Instagram. Like how they actually really can't cook. There is one day said it it do seem cool snap is different because it posts a pic at your best moment and it stays up for 24 hours and that's exactly it, you put in the best words like that's what it what i was trying to say like that's it's true a trip to load up on so this is this oh, is more real it's more realistic it sounds funny better. because we're not used to it but that is authentically them i would say this app is adding back that layer of well i can't believe this is real that social media has started to lose over the years because it's so easy to fake things now which is why there are so many pages online followed by hundreds of thousands of people that just share be reals this wouldn't work if it was just sharing normal interesting photos it's the fact that they're be reals that people have had to take spontaneously with without planning them out, which makes them authentic and therefore funny. Like, check out this poor dude who's just dropped his pizza. If you saw a random photo on the internet of a pizza on a floor, you'd think, oh, well, that's probably been copied from Google Images. But seeing that it's a be real means that you know this is the guy who took the photo. You can see his face and his reaction to this extremely sad occasion. And what makes it more hilarious is that he's had this disaster happen in front of his eyes. And then at that moment, his phone has gone off demanding him to take a photo of the chaos. And so when you're using this app with your friends, I think it means that when you do eventually get to see them, you're doing so now understanding the context of what really makes them who they are. Your connection is deeper. It is obviously gonna mean that you're only going to want to keep your close friends on this app. You're not gonna to wanna to share the inner parts of your life with people you know less well. Right, that's the part that I didn't, that's, that's benefit super too, vulnerable. Because I don't it forces you to focus on the people that matter. I'm but if we zoom out You guys see all, a lot of still things that I'm social media so once I got used to the core mechanic of posting once a day, I started to explore it to see what other features it has. And the answer is that you're open to shockingly few. The app has no filters. You can't make your skin look richer, your belly look slimmer, your acne look smoother. There are two separate tabs: a my friends tab where you can see what your friends have just posted, and a discover tab where you can see what random other people have just posted. But apart from that, there's no video, there's no stories, there's no direct messaging features, no like counter, no follow accounts. I mean, probably the best way to summarize how feature-rich this app is is to show you that this is what a person's profile looks like. It's boring. But it's boring by design. It's made like this because it's targeted right at Gen Z, the generation who are now becoming young adults. And you might be thinking, well, hey, Gen Z are the ones who grew up learning how to use iPads before being able to read a map. These are the ones who have a shorter average attention span than my goldfish. How are they going to cope on an app that's so unstimulating? But I would say, as much criticism as they do get, this is also a generation who wants to be healthier than before. They're more aware of eating balanced meals and not falling for overnight solutions or fad diets. Their alcohol consumption is lower, they're more in touch with their emotional well-being than past generations. And so it's almost not surprising that mm. Be Real is landing I'm with them. Strong. That it's gone from 10,000 downloads last year to hit 50 million downloads. And last time I checked, has over 400,000 five-star ratings. All of this is to say that I like I'm the dead. idea of Be Real and that it actually has a surprising Doing amount going much. for Doing it. Too much. But mm. I think it's just about to hit its biggest hurdle. So you've probably gathered at this point that Be Real is basically trying to be the anti-Instagram. The problem with that though, is that while Instagram might not be the best thing for the long-term mental health of the population, it does know how to be a successful business. And so there is a reason that it is the way it is. I mean, for starters, we are living in a very insecure age. The vast majority of people, we care what others think about us. And we like the idea of being only able to post our best selves. I talked to a few of my younger family members about Be Real and their primary 
feedback was, I don't want to show my face without proper makeup, and I don't want to make it seem like my life is really boring by just showing my desk every day. It's a fair point, and I think for anyone who has this kind of mindset, be real is never gonna land. Plus, as well as insecurity, there's also a question mark over security. If you're gonna be broadcasting your whereabouts at any given point in time, with the addition of geolocation too, if you forget to turn that feature off. And then it's also kind of inconvenient. Part of what makes existing social media platforms so appealing and so damaging is that we can use them whenever we want to, whenever we're free, whenever we feel like it. Whereas I guarantee you 99% of the time that be real I... notification will pop up when you're not Okay, should I give this video? I mean, we already made it. Four minutes left. To do. But it I'll means that in the majority of cases, you're not getting it. I'm over the app already. I just don't. Myself, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna down the app and use it. But specific let's see if you can sell me. Of time where it suits you. I've had it while I'm in bed, in the bathroom, riding a bike, in the middle of a meditation. You can choose to post your be real late if you really have to, but then that will actually give a push notification yeah, to mad everyone weird. who follows you, which is kind of inconvenient to, to them. To and if you're enjoying this video, then a sub to the channel would be something. I'm good. Real. I can't not take that. <laughs> And then on top of the inconvenience, there's also an argument to be made that while these over-beautified, highly optimized posts that people make on Instagram are unrealistic, the fact that it makes people put so much thought into their posts does make them higher quality, more interesting content than a just woken up selfie in front of a laptop. Or in other words, in trying to be so easy on the creator, Be Real is not really prioritizing the user experience like most other social platforms do. In order to make sure that you have a continuous, desirable stream of content for your users, you normally have to incentivize the creators to put in effort with either money or virality, neither of which BeReal has. And so it's so basic as a viewer right now that using it kind of feels like going back from a smartphone to a dumb phone. It requires restraint to use it over something that you know will bring you more short-term satisfaction. And this links to the single most important performance metric for a social media platform retention time. There's a reason that Instagram has every possible social media feature you can think of. There's a reason they've tried to make themselves the home for your direct conversations with people. Why they have webs of different feeds to potentially get lost in. It's all so that you spend as much time on it as possible and they can make money. Whereas Be Real, in its mission to be good for you, keeps you on the app for about a minute a day. After which, it gives you nothing else to look at. There are no ads, there are no fees. It's losing money right now, which is okay when you're starting out. Most social medias lose money at the beginning while they're focusing on just growing their daily active users, but Be Real has a moral dilemma that the others didn't have. How do you make this a successful business without ruining what it stands for? Like if you start filling it with ads to make money, it's gonna lose its simplicity. If you give people more interesting camera features to make it more enjoyable, then you'll kill the authenticity. If you start adding in stories or a homepage or browse features to improve retention time, then it will no longer be the healthier alternative it wants to be. And will just feel like a budget Facebook. You can tell that they're trying really hard to tread that line. They're experimenting with these weird real emojis that you can react to posts with, and you can comment too. But if they try and go much further, it is going to defeat the app's entire purpose. The only the only way I see that they could stay true to their values whilst also monetizing would be to make it a $5 a month paid subscription. But that would be a fast track ticket to kill all existing momentum they built up. And then the icing on the cake is that even if everything goes really well for Be Real, it doesn't change the fact that all they have right now is effectively one unique feature. Others could just copy it. In fact, Instagram, of course it's Instagram. It 
They literally did copy it. I saw like a filter. Yeah. It's already testing a feature called Candid Challenges, which is basically the same thing. They did this with Stories too, which originally came from Snapchat and half killed that app in the process. They take everything. Instagram takes everything from every other app and uses it and capitalizes off of it. And I don't know how they're alive and well when we all know we don't, we hate the app. I don't know. So it could be a very real possibility. And so I think Be Real will not be the next big social media revolution. But I've never wanted to be wrong more. To find out why 5G kind of sucks, that video is here. Okay, cool. Anyways, let me know what you guys think of Be Real. Um, yeah, Instagram is not better than Facebook. Instagram is not better than Facebook. I mean, I think Facebook's more simple. I think, yeah, I prefer Facebook. Just, when I go on there, I'm just, like, not as annoyed, I guess. When I get on Instagram, I'm, like, I'm just scrolling through. I don't know. I don't know. But I think Instagram, people use Instagram more than, like, than, than they like Facebook. They think Facebook's for, like, the older people. But, anyhow, we're going to get into SZA and, like, what she has to say about her new upcoming album um, with Billboard. She did a cover shoot, so, yeah. And the caption was crazy, and then she had a picture with Future on Instagram. I don't know. We're gonna talk about it. Let's go. I've always been delusional, yes, <laughs> and I. It has led me to great heights and very low lows. I need to prove shit to myself. So, like, right now I'm in that stage where it's like I can prove to myself that I can like do choreography and design and stage. I've always been delusional, yes. <laughs> and I... It has led me to great heights and very low lows. I like to prove shit to myself. So, like, right now I'm in that stage where it's like I can prove to myself that I can, like, do choreography and design a stage and have, like, a theme and, like, be whatever I want. Like, I don't have to just, like, be, like, I'm Miss Natural Raw Energy. Like, that doesn't have to be me forever. I'm just trying to, like, see where it can go. I might just stop dancing literally next year, but this year I'm gonna dance it up. I grew up around hella white people, too. It's, like, very suburban, but I feel like that girl next door energy. We don't get to see like black music. I wanted to see me in the world, not as me, but I wanted to see what I was like talking about, singing about. I wanted to hear girls on these type of beats. I wanted to hear this type of subject matter. I wanted to be like crass. I wanted to hear wit. I created the person that I wanted to see in the world in the moment. As I wrap things up, I'm trying to like pick out the things that I feel like, this sounds like I care too much, like what other people think or want me to make. And I'm just I'm like, that. But then I'm also like, is this singable? Is this memorable? Is this like, does this song have structure? Are you guys excited for this album? What does that even mean? PSA, I have no idea. video. The easiest songs are definitely the songs that I give the least amount of effort into. And it's always confusing to me because I'm always like, really? Like, this is a song y'all like? And then the songs that I try so hard on, they're just like, Right, this is fire. It was cool. I just do me. I didn't grow up singing. I don't play no instruments. None of that. I just be doing my own thing. But I do write my own music. I love to write. I think I'm a good writer. Outside of music, it just makes me happy. I want to enjoy myself. That's like my biggest goal right now is to like learn to enjoy myself and like be happy. I know that I'm blessed and that I have a lot of opportunities. I like to create. I like to write. And I like to sing and I like to share, but I don't know definitely if, to listen. if it's like, am I building myself 
like chasing after superstardom, like, or whatever. I don't know if that's sustainable for me or for anybody. It's all so scary. I hate being on camera. I hate talking because I put my foot in my mouth a lot. It's kind of like the album pressure. It's just like life is hard. And like to be expected to do anything at a high level while life is lifing is crazy. And then you're supposed to be like a nice person on top of that. And it's just like, what? This isn't meant for a person, it's meant for a machine. I'm gonna take a good swing at it and I'm gonna give it my absolute best. And if that shit don't work out, then it don't work out. And I like, I'm meant to do other things. I could do anything I, I wanna do. I do know that about myself. I could- This music behind her, like, why? This like champion ass music. A biologist. Like she's about to go do something crazy. I know that in that sense, I am that girl, where it's like, I, I will figure it out. I genuinely care, I'm like a musician, but it wasn't my it's goal. It's the only song you know by her. This is, that's like that. pitiful. And that's I could pitiful. get fired from, and that I was fired. to off about. But I had to do something well enough to be able to be like, you don't know what the Yes, her, te her teaser for PSA was fire. Definitely recommend you guys check out more of her music. Check out her deluxe album. Um, check out SZA. And her features, like she just, she, and she also writes for people like Rihanna and other musicians, musicians or artists. So, yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to jump into was Pharrell. Um, I saw something that like he got an interview with Apple Music. I like to watch interviews, like Apple Music interviews. So, we're gonna check out that as well. And it just yeah. feels too good, man. It just feels too good. <laughs> What's going on, bud? Man, same old same. How are you? Not even close. I'm not even buying that default answer. Not even close. Same old same. Are you serious? This is what you <laughs> made, bro. And I know, I don't know when you finished it, but I'm just hearing it. And music changes shape over time, man. And uh, for me, it feels like a timeless one. How is, it, how is it changing shape for you? Listen to it now versus when you made it. It's just one of those ones, bro. You can just listen to that over and over again. That's like really what I'm into these days. And it seems as though like, um, it seems like that's what we as musicians would want all the time. Yes. <laughs> and, we, and we do, but there's just certain like pockets in your life of moments when um, you feel the rush and you feel the intensity and you feel the magnetism of something that makes you want to listen to it over and over and over again. And that isn't always the case. Even if you're making it, even if you're making them joints that like, you know, you just want to put on repeat, it, it, the desire and the hunger for it isn't always level. Some, you know, it like, it has its valleys and peaks. And right now I'm just like ravenous. It raises a really interesting question about the relationship between the music that you make and, and the, the small window you have to listen to it with fresh perspective, right? Almost from a fan's perspective. And then the releasing of the music to us as fans and we get to live with it forever. And and I, I, I don't know, man, it's like, it feels like that tiny little moment that you have when it's just yours, it's kind of special. Well, when you make it and then you listen to it in the web, like, when it's sacred for yourself you know, and nobody else you know. can hear it, or like the small hub of your lights, people can hear it. You know, and it's not everybody yet. on the highway. Definitely like, sacred and vulnerable. That's when you just know. First, yeah. And this is just one of them ones. It's because it's also also hearing Travis in rare form. You know, it, it's a 6 8 dance record, mid tempo. It's like, you know, 
just hearing him and in, in, in their zone, just like, it's great. And this is something I think that we, as, as people continually underestimate about Trav, is just how much of an adventurer he is and a traveler he is and how much he wants to go explore new musical terrain. People love to keep him in his antidote. They love to keep him in his pick up the phone zone, you know, but it's not like he, he's really like into like some far out. Yeah, hundred percent. And like when he commits to it, 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 it just, he, he brings what he brings to it. Cause like when I, when I played it for him, I wasn't sure uh, he was in the mood for that, but I knew he could do it. Cause I'm, you know, I made it for him, but I knew that he could do it. I didn't know whether he was going to be in the mood for that. Right. Because a lot of our music is, is led by mood. Um, hmm. and he just, he just dove right in. I wanted to share my screen with y'all just to show y'all like the songs. I haven't heard this on myself, but obviously we know what a Pharrell production sounds like, or, you know, or we're used to, you know, what Pharrell sound like sound is like. So let's, let's hear what him and Travis put together basically. Down in Atlanta, stayed at the centerfold. That's as my bit to do. The beat is fine. Should have seen it. It's calm. Down in Atlanta, at Wait. the graveyard tavern. Oh. You thought you seen a ghost? It's just where the phantoms are. Shotty think it in camp love. It's wall to wall. Feel the heat. Through my drawers. I took Shotty to bring away. You know, life's a beat. I'm in Las Vegas, top down, I don't know, driving to the city, palm trees, I don't know, this city of lights, whatever, that's the vibe, oh boy, hey, finals, Atlanta, but this feels like I've been playing in Atlanta. I just like through the zone, not talking LeBron home, when I say I'm in Cleveland, drowning my panel, co-factory is my stove, I mix it up high pole, gotta see how I drink it. Woke up feeling like Fable Need a Georgia beach Never run out of love Or run out of weed Daddy driving a tractor Like a Hellcat of D In 285 shine. Cause I'm loving the speed Watch them fly from the sky Just I haven't I don't think I checked this uh cash out thing before, but 
I think that he, they did a good job putting that together. Um, let me know what you guys have that uh, that song. I mean, your thoughts. But let's continue to hear what Pharrell had to say in this interview. And you know, we have been on the high ever since. Like, you know, he recorded it that night. Like, it's just something we just listen to over and over and over again. I mean, how many times have you heard it? Oh man, I put it on yesterday. I ran downstairs and you won't mind me doing this because I'm at home and no one else is here. I played it to my kid who had already heard the leak, who just sang it back to me word for word. And then I, I was like, all right, you've heard I was, like, I was like, you've heard it. And he goes, not all of it, keep playing it. Listen to it. Then we listened to it tw again. Then I went upstairs, listen to it again. To ask you a question, probably a dozen times since yesterday. There we go, there we go. It's, it's infectious, man. That's the way that I would melody. describe. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's the way I would describe uh, that song. It, it's infectious. You talked about mood, and um, it's funny, you know, when it does uh, have a tone. It says, it says a tone, and you can hear the vibe. Can rise to it. Can, can like lean that. into it. Special. It's going to be special. But you, you recognize feel, you that you feel his energy. Bro. The mood isn't there necessarily at the beginning of the session or at the beginning of the day. How do you know when it's, it's worth pushing forward or when you have to park that and pivot? When it's already unique, that's like 50% of it. The other 50% is to make it undeniable. Yeah. And so yeah. When, you, when, when you got that first 50%, like, oh, okay, this is a very different direction and no one's doing this, then it's worth fighting for. And sometimes you get all the way to, you get all the way to 80%, but you're not there. So that means it's just not ready. But you know... The skeleton, you know, 50%, the skeleton is different. So now it's just on you to like complete it with the flesh. You described instinct and diligence perfectly there, Pete. Thank you. You said you made it for, for, for Trav. You made this for Trav. And you make your music for everybody, but you could have gone in multiple directions when you knew you had time with Travis. Why did you decide to go into, as you said, a 6-8 mid-tempo dance groove? Because I wanted to hear him in another space. That's my job. My job is to push. I think that's my purpose on this planet is to push. Push in different categories. Push in design. Push in songwriting. Push in production. Push in, um, you know, push in innovation. Push not in politics, but push in community. Um, push in entrepreneurship, um, you know, and, and, and most importantly, push spiritually and push within myself to be a better person. You know, for me in, in my job, it's not even a job, in my passion, the, the, a lot of the curiosity and the, and the true greatness is in the silences. I used to think it was in the questions and the answers, but it's actually in the space in between the collecting of the thoughts, where, where does it exist for you when you're in the room? Where is the unspoken magic? Where does it, where does it hide? In contemplation. Meditation. <laughs> it's where it's the magical space and time where ideas are received and formulated. It's where all the magic happens. It's before your finger ever plays one one note it's what you just said it's that silence it's that silence it's that space where like the universe sends you something you know i bet i bet man so i just i just calculated the like, other day i thought i, I thought you, you know it's only yeah. doing 20 like, something years but you know 
Rum Shaker came out like, I'm not sure if it was August or October, might've been August 25th, 1992. I need to figure that out. It's been 30 years since I released something commercially. You know, my first thing, you know, when we went double platinum. So, you know, Teddy and, you know, um, and also uh, Rex and Effects, like, man, they, I was so grateful to be able to write on something like that. Um, and it's been 30 years, 30 years of, like, I really, you know, I really write, I really produce, I really, like, compose, like, I really do this, bro. Like, I really do it, and I really love it, you know? I really love this. And, and so, you know, when you, you know, I'm up here right now talking about down in Atlanta with Travis Scott, it's like, play with me, man. This is what I do, bro. This is what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I'd be trying to be cool. You know what I mean? I'd be trying to be cool. I'd be trying to be cool, man. And I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, cause that's my job. But be clear. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. This is what God gave me. You know what I'm saying? And nobody, I'm not going to let, I'm, listen, my gift will not, never be spoken down upon. I will do everything in my power to highlight it because that's my job. We, 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 <laughs> as, we as, um, as human beings, I don't know if you know this, but we admit 14 to 24 Leo. times just naturally by sitting there. You ain't ready when for this we're in a state of you contemplation, we can admit up to 100,000 photons. This is what, why they call it enlightenment. Yo, we are different. And it's not my fault if you don't know beings. that you're fire. We you know are what I'm saying? Everything in but everything I know what I am. I know what God put in me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a flame. Mm-hmm. I know it Speaking. not just because he's preaching right now. He's burnt getting too close. Hey. But I know, but 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 because I'm here to light a light. That's my job, bro. And it's not my problem if you don't understand that that's that was your job as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to light a light. I got to ask you this. I've never asked you this. You raised something and the question popped into my head. And I'm going to honor it. It's been 30 years since, since Rump Shaker, which we all knew as rap fans and music fans was an instant banger. And the remixes that came out and everything that came out and rolled around that song just kept it on the dance floor for a, a, a solid year. Yep. But you've spoken openly about your adoration and admiration for Tribe and have become close to all members of Tribe over the course of their lives, both present and now in spirituality. So as a child and as a fan of Tribe, when that lyric came out about hardcore rap, how did you feel as the creator of the song, fresh out the gate in a commercial world, but but being an uber fan of the crew, that, that you were being drawn towards through manifestation and through gravity. And there was that brief disconnection between where you stood and where they were at. Do you ever think about that? My love for tribe was always unwavering. And when they got into that whole dispute and there was that whole issue, like that broke my heart. I was like, you don't understand. Like Q-tip is the king. Yeah. Teddy at the time knew that. He knew that. He knew how I felt. Like Q-Tip was the king, bro. Those guys, those guys, that whole Native Tongue organization set so many of us free. It's a golden you era, know? man. It it really yeah, is, yeah, man. Yo, we were skateboarding at kings that time. and queens, like spiritual kings and queens who changed the game. Forget it, bro. All of them. You saying you skateboarding? Soul, 
Yeah, at the time, at the time, I was skating. De La Soul, Tribe, um, um, Tribe Called Quest, um, Jungle Brothers, you know. Black Latifa, Sheep. Black Sheep, Latifa was in there. KMD was in there. Which, Moni you know, Love. Yo, listen, all of them, bro. All of them. Yeah, and Leaders was in there, too. Yeah. All of, them, all of that energy set us free set us free bro we was we were we were skateboarding at the time and like you know there wasn't many of us that rep- representation was not like out there like that you know so like they were like the freest of the freest so it's like we were listening to that but we were still listening to like some of the other stuff that my other skater friends were listening to they listened to like a, not a lot of punk you know black flag uh dead kennedy's Minor threat, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to um I was just talking to Tony Tony Hawk yesterday and he was reminding me of all the stuff that they were all listening to at the time because Tony's that was like, their world and that was in their older, world. That was the stuff that I would crazy. hear. You, you know? Older, but um but then like but you gotta understand like while all this like amazing rap music like LL and Run DMC and Eric B and you know I never I never forget when Eric B for president came out I mean shook the world but then Slick Rick who everyone knows like that dude is like like a like a, a deity um, you know Tribe and Dayla when they came out man Jennifer O Jenny and Potholes in My Lawn all of them records <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro them records and the way that they were dressing bro I'm gonna skip towards maybe a reaction before actually. Yeah, maybe a reaction before we head out because I have a meeting for Envision at nine o'clock, meeting with my team, and then I have to head out. This battery about to die. I don't. I have another battery charging, but it's still like not fully charged yet. Um, let's jump into this: the exposing of Drake's Megan diss situation uh, by Blackie Speaks and his commentary on it and on the situation and like what we thought, what we all insinuated, but we don't know what the truth is behind it. Let's just see what. Blackie Speaks has to say and get his commentary. Hear what he has to say. Yeah. Also, I wanted to get into this dysfunctional short film by Canon Carter, a reaction for that. And no, drag. Take And the, you know, earn your leisure life path number situation. We're going to do that in another another live stream. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Let's get into this one. Shots at Megan, huh? Want to talk a little bit about this recent news regarding the certified lover boy, Aubrey? wheelchair jimmy also known as drake taking some shots at megan drake and 21 the other night okay they dropped their collab project shit's hard the project is titled her loss and drake on this one record titled circle loco said the following i've been blowing through the money like it grow on trees i've been fucking on a french bitch i just put them on a jet now they all italian way i'm dressing till i've been to a thousand islands and then on this next line this is the megan the stallion shot this is what he says this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion she don't even get the joke but she's still smiling some people have been bringing up the fact that he said shots which means you know he's not talking about megan the stallion because he said shots as shots which that could definitely be but come on stallion megan the stallion i mean this is definitely a shot at megan the stallion it's, and by the way a stallion the word itself, in the south it means you know, a tall fine whatever, girl right he's, it doesn't matter thick from Either what i've way, heard and megan the stallion you know that's exactly what she is megan. as you can see if you're looking at the screen if you're not i feel sorry for you we all know the whole tori and meg case that's currently ongoing so that's obviously a reference to that he's saying that megan the stallion is lying that's what he's saying on this other part he says shorty says she graduated she ain't learned enough player album track one k i heard enough girl the driver downstairs 
Better hurry up. That could definitely, and I think it is, a shot at the Munch Connoisseur, Ice Spice. We did, of course, see um, Ice Spice pop out at the 6, at the top of her blow-up. She was mm -hmm. spotted with the boy Jimmy, okay, sometime after that. Jimmy, Drake, unfollowed her, and now he said this. So I guess he wasn't uh, feeling her after all, right? Ice Spice did put up this tweet right here as well, kind of responding to it. So, you know, I think it's about her. By the way, this could definitely be an additional shot at Meg as well. Let's talk about that. Because Meg did end up responding on Twitter. This is what she said. I know I'm very popular, but y'all got to stop attaching weak-ass conspiracy theories and bars to my name, LOL. Niggas, nor hoes, ever address me or at me with facts or receipts. I am clout. Bitch. Keep sucking my pussy. Someone responded to Megan said, he said stallion though, so technically he did say your name. And yeah, then Megan responds bro. by saying, a stallion is slang for a tall. My camera about to die, so I will see you guys in the next one. I love you guys so much. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>